Hello and welcome to Babe Cave. I am Amanda Pollock and this is the waiting episode. So I, I think like a lot of people, have a love-hate relationship with waiting. There are some times where it is really nice and then there are some times where you feel like it is just a punishment. And for the purposes of today, I want us to think of waiting as a redirection. So uh, I have shared <laughs> uh, that I was when I was living in LA, I was laid off um, for a year and a half. And it was the height of the Great Recession. It was a really awesome time just to be out doing things. And I I talk about it in my book, uh, Reincarnated. And, you know, during that whole time, I I kept thinking that something would happen to turn everything around. And I would be right on back on track with my acting career, with improv, that I just needed something to keep that dream going. I mean, that's, that's really, it's really as simple as that. And it didn't happen quickly. And I can think of so many times where I was in my apartment, like, how much longer can I do this? Because especially when you lose a job, you really aren't going outside so much. Like I would, um, you know, go on walks or, you know, try and go on hikes and stuff. I lived in a very uh, easy neighborhood to do that and just to walk around and get some fresh air. But for the most part, you know, you're just kind of stuck in this fog where it feels like everything, you know, and, and even if it's not looking for a job, you've probably been there where it's, you're waiting for something to happen and you feel like no matter what you're doing, that momentum just isn't happening. You feel like the, the things that you're, um, focusing on aren't really the things. Like, for example, you know, I was applying to a bunch of jobs and I never really felt like, um, there, there was something where it didn't feel right. You know, I would tell myself, oh, this would be such the perfect thing. You know, or I was promised uh, more hours at the, the, the job where I was working only a couple of days a week. You know, there were just so many things that kept not panning out. And it was like, I'm just, I'm still waiting. And I honestly believe that, like for me, I took it as a sign from God, but for you, it might be the universe, whatever. But, you know, I took it as a sign that it wasn't the thing. So when that job wouldn't come through when, you know, those hours didn't happen, it took me a while, but I had to start thinking like, okay, so I don't think it's happening for a reason. Like, I I really think that I'm supposed to be learning something. What am I supposed to be learning? You get really... I'm not going to lie. There's been times where I've been very upset with God, but, um, you're trying, you're trying to figure it out, but you just feel like, okay, but it's just silent. 
and you kind of feel a little like you're um, on a hamster wheel. Like you're just moving and you're not really going anywhere. And you're doing all of these things and it's really not, nothing is happening. And I remember having this thought like, the right thing is going to happen at the right time. Like I will find the right job at the right time. And I was, I would still cry. I would still be upset. It's a really stressful time, but I, you know, for, for so long too, though, I kept thinking that God was so silent, but also realizing that it was probably because there were some things that I needed to figure out on my own. If you've ever had like a really good teacher who asks a question of you in class, a a good teacher won't rescue you when you're struggling. A good teacher will sit there and let you work through some things. Maybe work through some thoughts if it's math, you know, a problem, whatever it is. Like, they'll give you some time and space. And I feel like for me in that time, that's what I was really given was like, no, this isn't the thing, but keep working it out. You'll figure it out. Um, I'm going to take a sip of coffee. Um, and it, it, it makes me think of, uh, Neil Gammon. Uh, he's an author and he says that when he hits writer's block, he will make himself so bored that he is forced to write. And for me, I think about this waiting period that I had for so long that it it's a similar effect. Like waiting has a similar effect. It's in the waiting that we are forced to imagine, like, what if this doesn't happen? What would my life look like? And this goes for big career dreams, getting married, having kids, owning a home, traveling the world, moving to a certain city. What would your life look like if it doesn't happen? You know, if I, if I hadn't have had so much time to think about what I wanted to do, I don't know that I would have had the realization to go to college. Like, had I gotten another job, like, quickly, I would have just stayed on the path. I, I would have stayed on the path that I had planned and ended up somewhere completely different. But it was in that time of just waiting and applying for jobs and nothing working out that I really evaluated what was and was not working like in my life as a whole. And it was only because I was, I guess, quote unquote, out of options that I had to navigate what a new option might be. And I think that we tell ourselves so often that there is this one thing and it has to be the one thing. And if it's not the one thing, then everything is over. And this happens in so many aspects of our lives, whether it's starting a family, moving, careers, whatever it is. And sometimes I wonder if we cause our own suffering by not thinking of waiting as a redirection and not allowing ourselves 
some time and some grace because the truth is, is that our timelines for the most part are arbitrary. The timelines in which we believe that things need to happen, I mean, sometimes it it might be a thing, but think about this in your life. The things that you were like, it has to happen this year. This is the thing that has to happen. When it hasn't, how many of those things were life-altering? It probably wasn't as dire as you thought, or it probably worked out better that it didn't happen when it did. Gabby Bernstein, uh, who is an author and uh, I would uh, a spiritual leader, thought leader, uh, she shared the story on um, Super Soul Sessions uh, that she and her husband had been trying to have a baby for years and or they had started trying and it wasn't happening. And she had this timeline of like, well, I'm going to, you know, kind of coinciding with a book tour and it has to happen this time. And then this is how it's going to go. And, um, and she struggled, like continue to struggle. And she tells the story that her, she had a friend who was like, honey, this isn't how we do this. Because she was creating this, um, Like, while the longing for a child, I know a lot of people have, and it is probably so hard, you know, to to want this thing so much and it's not happening. But Gabby spoke about how the way that you do it sometimes matters in how you get it. So, you know, forcing this thing, trying to force this thing and, you know, struggling and focusing on this thing wasn't making the rest of her life so much better. She joked that, you know, it's not really sexy, you know, to try and make a baby with someone who's like, we have to make a baby happen. Um, but it made me think too, and, you know, and she, she did end up getting pregnant and she did end up, um, you know, she has a son and I think she had him with like, within the last year. But I also think about other people who I know who believed that children would happen for them. And they always thought that it would happen. And uh, there was a moment where they had to look at their partner and say like, hey, I actually just don't think this is going to happen for us. And they choose to be okay with that. And I wonder sometimes with the waiting period, if you're waiting for a partner, if you're waiting for a job, if you're waiting, whatever it is that you're waiting for, how much are we using the waiting time well? Like how much are we really waiting well? Because when you think about it, most of our lives are spent waiting, waiting on something. We're always in a waiting room, waiting for the next step, waiting for this to come through, waiting for this to end, waiting for we're always waiting. So what if we just approached it as a redirection, as a time to give us some space to decide like what path to really choose? Where do we actually want to go? I mean, we all have people who are convinced that this is the, the way and it's the only way in our lives. We, we all have those people. 
And while I'm a big believer in being persistent and like pursuing your dreams or the things that your heart really desires, I think the question we always have to ask ourselves is, are we bringing more pain or pleasure to our lives by doing so? And are we allowing the powers that be to show, to reveal to us what new possibilities could be? Because I have to tell you, there is no one, no one who would tell you that Amanda would do anything else besides acting, besides building something really great and beautiful. And I did not think that I would go to college at the age of 23. I did not think that the epiphany that I had because I was waiting so long to go to college would then be the thing that resulted in me getting a job, a a job that I really loved, and then a job that opened up other doors for other things. So you never know where it's going to go. And sometimes you think that, and I talk about this in my book, but sometimes you think, This detour is going to be a total derailment, but sometimes a detour is just a detour and you end up right back where you're supposed to be, but you had to go take this alternate route to end up where you wanted to go. So I would encourage you, if there's something that you're waiting for right now, if there's something that you think like, oh, I just need this one thing to happen, maybe relish in the silence Maybe relish in the ability to, quote unquote, be so bored that then you have to do something. What if it, it doesn't happen? What, what if that one thing that you feel like you're just waiting on doesn't happen? What else would you do? Because we never only have one option. We only think that we have one option. We only think that there's one thing that we could do. But how many times has a door closed on you and you had to figure it out and you had to do something different? We are so much more capable and creative than we give ourselves credit for. And often the one thing that we're waiting on is probably the thing that we need to give up sometimes, you know, and and that's not all the time, but it's like you need to release that some because it frees you up to live the rest of your life and not just be like, well, I'm waiting on this one thing because like I said, we're waiting for most of our lives. You're never not really waiting. If it's, I mean, think about that. Like sometimes you, you think, oh, I got this job and this is going to be so great. And you know, I'm so glad that I'm leaving my other job and you start your new job and you're like, okay, well, you know, I'm just kind of waiting for that promotion. I'm waiting for that raise. I'm waiting for, you know, to be asked on this team. I'm, you're always waiting. So enjoy the wait sometimes and see it as a possible opportunity to change your path. And I think always ask yourself, like, if what you're doing in the wait is bringing you pain or pleasure, because if it's bringing you pain, then you need to change something because waiting Life isn't always meant to be a struggle. I know that's a thing that people like to kind of um, point towards, but I believe that we also have a responsibility in how we show up and in the words that we use with ourselves and others. So if you are always believing that it's a struggle and you're waiting and, you know, you kind of have this huge burden on you constantly, then maybe you need to reevaluate some things. 
because life can be really beautiful even in the the weight and the boredom. And the truth is, is that once you come out of one valley and you hit that mountaintop, you see a whole sea of other valleys. So anyway, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, What are you waiting for? What is something that, or even what is something that you waited for and then you got and it wasn't what you thought or maybe it was better than you expected or, you know, maybe that, what was that wait where you realized that what you were waiting for wasn't something that you needed at all? Uh, You can go on over to amandapollock.com and share your thoughts on the blog so other people can can see and participate in that conversation. Um, but thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, I, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you found some value. Um, and please share with someone if you feel like they need to hear this. And I can't wait to be with you next week.